what the topic is, what's your story? What's your story? Right? How to be able to answer that right. in a way that's um, going to be able to relay the information that you want to and send the message out there that you. Yeah. And like. the reason I, th I think it's appropriate is because um, when you get to turning points in your life, whether it's a new decade or a new year. Yeah. You often ask yourself that question, like, what's my story? Who am I? What, what, what is it I do? Like This existential question. Right, exactly. Uh, what have uh -huh. I accomplished? What do I hope to accomplish? And I feel like the, the, the question, what's your story, can encapsulate all of that, mm -hmm. right? When someone asks you, right, when, when, what do you think? When someone asks you, what's your story? What's, what's, what do you, what's going through your head? It's a who am I question, definitely. Mm -hmm. But then if you... Definitely check out the lesson about what's your story and how to answer this question on the spot, on the fly, in that moment, in other words. But it really does depend on the person you're speaking to, the the sort of like the goal, the purpose of sharing what it is that you're about to share. You know, some people, if it's in a more like professional setting, it could be an elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. It could be as simple as… What do you mean by an elevator pitch? pitching yourself and you only have, you know, 14 seconds or however, eight seconds. The duration it, of the elevator. The duration of the elevator right. to convey, you know, whatever it is that you want. So if it's a pitch about mm. some product that you're about to launch or your um, maybe a business that you're, you're uh, spearheading or whatever it might be, right. the person that you're interacting with might be interested if you can pitch it to them in a way that is compelling and memorable. So what I'm getting at here is that the audience does influence how you shape that story, right? So if mm. I'm telling you, I mean, we know each other extremely well, so it doesn't. Let's say you're, um, let's say you are a uh, a coach at a college that I I'm trying to um, for a sport that I really want to get in and play huh. on, like scholarship or whatever. Right. Okay, so if I'm gonna tell you what my story is. I better talk about my athletic uh, ability and, you know, my interest in joining mm. the college that you're coaching for, right? In that, in that sport. Right, right. So if they, if they asked you, mm -hmm. if the coach so has asked you, story? what's your story? You don't want to go on about sort of your, I don't know, Something your art project, right? Well, right, unless you're talking to the art teacher, you want to get well, into that's the We're talking to the athletic coach. Exactly. Yeah. So you really do have to tailor. It always comes down to this, you guys, tailoring your message to to the audience, be it a one on one, be it in a, you know, corporate setting, be it in a speaking setting. Mm. It always will impact. The audience will always impact what you're. Yeah. Yeah. The way you shape your story, so to speak. I agree with that. And I think it's a matter of being aware. Right. So reading, reading the situation Definitely. and understanding. Um, what's appropriate for that context. And I think that's a lot of what our channel is about. Definitely. Right. It's about using the appropriate communication for the appropriate circumstance. Because if you try and just memorize something and, and always use that same script. So that <laughs> have your spiel. Have your spiel. Um, it's what will inevitably end up happening is you have one of two options. You can make it so incredibly generic. Right. That it applies to every context. And then that's just going to bore people and certainly bore yourself. Or you can have something that's pretty specific, but it will, it will end up only being appropriate in some cases and totally inappropriate in other cases. Right. Right. And, and you uh, don't have that flexibility there. Right. So I think the best communicators 
are the ones, like you're saying, who can assess the situation, figure out what kind of information should be conveyed, how it should be conveyed, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then deliver accordingly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I think it comes down to practicing, even out loud in your, the comfort of your own home, just to try out you know, a few different styles, a few different ways of saying the thing that you do want to say, and maybe even having a couple of different scenarios. So you might have one for, you know, your group of friends. Maybe you just came back from uh, a year of travel. Maybe you just did a gap year. Maybe you just, you know, started studied abroad. You started a new venture, whatever it might be. You might have something that people might say, okay, so what's your story? Like, what have you been up to recently? be able to speak um, eloquently about it. If you think about it, we got that question a lot over the summer because this this summer we went to a few weddings and we saw a lot of people we haven't seen in a while. That's true. And so, you know. Different friend groups. I feel like that question was on the tip of everyone's tongue. And in that context, that's not a job interview, right? So you don't necessarily want to launch into all your professional accomplishments. Um, I think with, with more distant acquaintances that ends up kind of being something right. like that. I think so People too. People are often, I think, uh, what they're really getting at is like, where are you professionally? Where right. Or you? You academically, know? like, academically. are you in school or what are your hopes and dreams? Right. Like, but it, there's no question that in those social settings, there's also some personal stuff, right? In a job interview, you don't, you don't necessarily say, oh, well, you know, we got married and such and such. But your friends, they do want to hear that stuff. So there's there's a blend, right? So we would talk a bit about, you know, getting married, honeymoon, that kind of stuff. In addition to sort of what we're working on, yeah. exploring, exploring, <laughs> and um, you know, the, sort of a, it was kind of a mix, a mix and match. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and I, th- I really like that you use that word blend, right? Because yeah. it's a nice balance to trying to strike that, um, but more so a blend. Um, being able to share a little bit about your own, you know, every day. Um, to you know your professional aspirations, yeah. really showing that you're human, right? You're not just all like business. And look, there's nothing wrong with being all business if that's who you are, right? If that's your authentic expression. But for some people, that not, might not always be the case. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and you know, one tricky uh, way to be presented with this question, because I'm thinking, I th- I feel like there are times that this yes. came up even this summer, is. Uh, you know what I'm going to say? Well, go ahead. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you will. Um, so being presented with this question when uh, you don't know who they are, right? So if this is someone new that's asking you the question, um, then you don't necessarily know how you want to frame the context, right? Uh, is this Because you who, don't know your audience yet. You don't know your audience, right? So is this going to be someone uh, who likes to talk about business and finance? Is this someone who is more into the arts? And yeah. is this an athlete, right? And so in those contexts, uh, in, the, in that situation where, where you don't necessarily know who your audience is, it probably serves you well to first get a little better sense of who they are before you launch into some big story. Right. So ask some probing questions, ask some open-ended questions yeah. where you can really get a sense of this person and what sort of might interest them. Exactly. So when they say, hey, nice to meet you. What's your story? You can say, well, you know, there's a few different parts of my life that I'd love to talk about. Uh, what kind of stuff interests you? Let me, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's figure out 
you know, what aspect, and you can say it in, I think, a more smooth way. Nonchalant way. Nonchalant way. But the idea is just probe a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I'd love to tell you a bit about myself. Um, Are what, what field do you work in? Or, you know, basically what you want to do is get a little more information out of them. Right. So you know how to tailor it. Or you can present with a few options, you know, well, by profession, I'm a doctor. Uh, My hobby is uh, needlepoint. And uh, <laughs> I'm really, really into soccer. Uh, any of those interests? Yeah, I can Very tell you. Very well about rounded in person. I know. Right? That you just painted for us. <laughs> I love that. And not falling in any one specific stereotype. That's right. fantastic. So you can give them like a little smorgasbord. Yeah, that's. I think I really like that because that way you kind of let them either tell you, oh, that's really interesting. Tell me about the needlepoint. Oh, yeah. or you can see in their body language, right? If they open their eyes a little bit wider, if there are these micro expressions that we yeah. can use to really gauge whether someone is interested or disinterested. Right. Uh, one of the easiest ways is just look at their feet. Are they pointing towards you or are they pointing towards like someone else in the room hmm. or another area? So basically if I'm talking to you and if my feet are pointed straight at you, right. I'm like fully engaged and listening and, you know, You've got my attention. I'm right, wrapped. right, right. However, if you know it's like a social setting, and I'm like half listening, and my feet are pointed in another direction, and I'm like, you know, on my way to try to make motion and exit, right? Then it's like, okay, maybe even your shoulders too. Yeah, I like shoulders. That yeah, yeah, shoulders too. Um, I mean, it is kind of hard to twist. I'm, I mean, there are people out there who can do that, but what is that? You said? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that's sort of yeah, yeah, a good it. way to also see non-verbally whether you know, you've got their attention. Right. Right. So. Yeah. And, and it is, um, so I said before, probably you don't want to memorize the yeah, answers it just to the question. Stiff. But I do think you, uh, what you can have on tap is a few different themes that yes. you're ready to discuss. Yeah, that's definitely right? a good one. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have a script for, for all this stuff. Um, but you do, particularly when you're going into settings where there's going to be a sort of wide diversity of people, you know, you can have a few different things that you're ready to talk about. You know, you could just sort of, before you go into the situation, briefly recap what it is you've done professionally. Yep. um, What's new with, uh, if it's an industry kind of talk or something like that, get updated on the industry and sort of how, what you've done is related to that industry. How Um, your product fits in, how your your service fits in. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, If it is uh, a social setting. Yep. Then, you know, uh, kind of recapping where you've visited the last year, yeah. uh, friends you've seen that that they might be interested in hearing about. Um, you can even scroll through your your social feed and see what other people are up to. <laughs> to see if, you know, they've had any babies recently or yeah. engagement. Yeah, you can, you know, sh- that way you can show things. that you've been sort of, you've been interested in their lives even, even while you've been apart. From afar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, one of our friends sends out a holiday card mm. um, and they, I, th- I really like this idea. They send out sort of like different snapshots, like top three memorable moments oh, of the year. That I like. Um, and um, it's a great way to sort of, you know, keep that in the back of the, your mind to ask about maybe the next time you see them. Yeah, yeah. So I remember when they did their honeymoon, I think it was uh, Vietnam, maybe um, it was a while ago, but they showed a picture when they did like maybe safari or when they went to an elephant sanctuary. Mm -hmm. And then we asked them about it the next time we saw them. Right. So it's kind of cool. That could also fit in to your, what's your story? Like you're giving, you're priming people. Yeah. Um, 
but of course, you know, not everyone's going to send a, uh, a holiday card or a New Year's card or a newsletter to just get people to ask them what their story is. Totally. Or you just pull it out. Oh, what's their story? <laughs> Boom. Latest holiday card. Exactly. Yeah, actually. Wouldn't that you, be uh, easy? Now yeah. you mentioned it. Um, yeah. There's a very good friend of my parents. And yeah, every yeah. year, they That's don't right. just send a card with a picture. Yeah. They literally put together a story. They, they put do. like an annual story. Yeah, it's so nice. And That's, it's really it's a great it, idea. It's a newsletter. You know, I'm not even that close to them at this point. Um, but you, I still. You grew up still, with some of their kids. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, little bit, yeah. a little bit. It's yeah. like one of those things where you see them for like, sure. you know, once a year. Sure, sure, year. sure. Um, but I enjoy reading the story. I just, you know. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's nicely composed. It's always thoughtful. Exactly. Right? It's not boastful at all. It's no, just, no. It's, it's just a very sort of honest mm -hmm. and open assessment as to how their year was. So I, I like that you mentioned that because it's definitely a topic we should broach mm. at this point in terms of, you know, how to sell yourself in a way that's not, boastful or yeah you know you're bragging or right um you know having one of these ego trips because that's a little bit off-putting right even if you are you know the most incredible person or um you really do want to have that humility i think when you're doing the what's your story answering that question mm. um because people will appreciate that too and then they'll want to know more they're going to ask questions follow that's up really questions and yeah uh you'll come off as somebody who has a good sort of head on their shoulders, I think, right? As opposed right. to just, you know, listing all your accomplishments, which, you know, is good, but you wouldn't want to necessarily yeah. do that. Yeah, and and the point is, life is a combination of ups and downs, right? And so if, if all you give them is the, the mega highlights, then I think it actually implies a bit of... Um, uh, what's the word? Inauth inauthenticity about you. Because uh, if, if all you're talking about is the ups, well, we know that there are also downs uh, or at least lessons to be learned and so forth. So if, only, if the only thing you're talking about is your ups, it, it's almost like you're, you're sort of concealing stuff. Right, you're sugarcoating it you're maybe. Sugarcoating it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you're Instagramming it, as, a, as I might say. <laughs> yeah. right? The Instagram filter where everything's yeah. rosy and beautiful. Right. Um, so as you can tell, I'm not a huge fan of Instagram. <laughs> But uh, the, um, the the idea that you that you're getting at, and I totally agree with, is choosing to um, be, I think, uh, honest mm -hmm. about your story, choosing to be uh, frank about it, right, and not afraid to mention the challenges along with the triumphs. Exactly, can make you come across as a much more well-rounded. And and real person, yeah. right? An authentic, authentic person, which is something that we focus a lot on. Definitely, authenticity. Definitely, and you know, you might not be ready to offer that information up in the "What's Your Story" spiel, but if somebody were to say, "Oh, so I heard that you know you had this obstacle uh, that you overcame, mm -hmm. what or whatnot," then you'd be able to speak to it in an honest yeah. way. Um, it doesn't have to be a sob story. It doesn't have to be, you know. <laughs> in fact, it probably shouldn't be. The yeah. point is simply. Keep it neutral. <laughs> yeah, well, the point is simply it's okay. And in fact, it's encouraged to mention challenges that you're facing or have recently overcome. It just humanizes you. Definitely. And I think people like to hear uh, those things from others because it helps them. Remember, like it just helps them. Feel like, well, I'm not the only one who had challenges this year. Right. And I think right? it also um, strikes a chord with them and that you are memorable right. to them. And, you know, they might want to follow up it, or they might even want to offer some advice or get your advice. Yeah. So it is kind yeah. of, it opens the um, 
it opens dialogue for something else, right, later on. And so if you go back and watch the lesson about what's your story and how to best answer this question on mm. the spot, which, so we in that lesson, we provide a framework so that, as you said, Greg, we don't have to memorize answers because it's going to change, the story is going to change depending on the context, depending on the audience, right. depending on the purpose, right? Are you at a, a business event? Are you at a social event with some friends that you hadn't seen in a while? Mm -hmm. Whatever that might be. So it's really important to think about the framework so that you can use those questions to inform your response in that specific time and place. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm just thinking um, about examples of sort of a nice balance. Right. When, I, when I'm talking about sort of what I've been up to, I think one of the things I've often mentioned um, until Exploring came along, actually, was... Uh, you know, when someone asks me what's my story, I talk about, well, you know, I, uh, most recently I've been actually trying to figure out, uh, what's next for me because, you know, I was working for a tech company in, in, in the U S and recently sold that and don't really know what I'm doing next and mm -hmm. playing the field, I guess. Mm -hmm. is, but what I'm, what I'm, uh, conveying to them is that I don't have it all figured out. Right. Uh, and I'm open to opportunities and. Yeah. Uh, I think I would talk a bit about like the coding that I was working on. The, the point is I, I didn't give this clean, crisp answer of, oh, this is who I am and this right. is what I do. It was more so a thoughtful thing that I think creates a nice um, fertile ground for an open conversation. Mm -hmm. And who knows, I might even get some good advice out of them. Yeah, it's true. I, right? I really like how you handled that um, question when people would ask. But, you know, it doesn't always have to be in the form of what's your story. It could be something like, you know, tell me about yourself or what's your deal or, you know, so who's Gregory, you know, if they might use your name. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah. Like, yeah. Who are you basically? Yeah. Um, but all of these what's are basically, yeah, yeah. Um, are getting at that same sort of underlying question, which is like, so who is this person right. that I'm yeah. interacting with? And I think the reason people ask that is one, they're genuinely curious and interested right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and they might want to, you know, help you find a job, uh, have you be part of their maybe, you know, next professional venture, right? It's also kind of a way of gauging their personality and seeing yeah. if you're a kind of a good fit for friends or business or whatever. Yeah. I think it's, it's an enhancement to the connection that you have, right? Mm -hmm. By learning more about the person across from the person yeah. that you're interacting with, uh, you can have more meaningful interactions with them going forward. And so I think a lot about that question is just help me know, help me understand who you are so that we can interact in a more meaningful way. Right. Right. So if you say to someone, you know, I'm a big tea fan, <laughs> that would be me. Um, Sounds familiar. Yeah. And um, well, actually that did happen, didn't it? A couple of years ago um, we were at a, I think it was like a, a potluck or some sort of like mm -hmm. communal meal. Um, and we had just moved to that new place. Bless you. Thank you. We just moved to that new place. And somebody says, oh, so, you know, what are what do you do? Are you and somehow tea came up because uh -huh. I'm a tea aficionado. I really like tea. And so then this person took us to an amazing tea, like authentic tea uh, parlor, so to speak, where they had one of my favorite types of tea, poir. Oh, yeah. This place was cool. Yeah, it was great. And then I 
with all my other fr- like with all my friends, I would only really go there because I just had yeah. such a great experience. Sunsing. What was it called? Sunsing. Sunsing. Ah, delicious poo tea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. A really, it's like a really rich, earthy, earthy yeah, Chinese style. Tea. It's fermented, so yeah. there's a raw form and a cooked form. Right. Yeah. So you're right. I mean, by uh, sharing by sort of sharing something meaningful to you, you opened up a new door, definitely, to some really cool experiences. Yeah. Yeah, which which yeah, I think that goes um, hand in hand with this idea of um, being open in, in these conversations. I think you always remind me though, because I tend to err a little bit too much on the side of open and and disclosure. I think um, it's also about finding the balance there, right? Yeah, and understanding how much is appropriate to share and uh, how much you know what 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 components of your story you do want to sort of hold back until uh, the relationship uh, develops Mm -hmm. because, uh, and I think that's for two reasons. One, there's the obvious, you know, uh, it's it's sort of a a privacy thing, right? There's stuff you don't necessarily want to share. But I think that another part of it is by holding back some, you can help focus the conversation on something that it is you want to focus on, right? Mm-hmm. If you just spill everything out there, there's, actually, this reminds me of the email writing strategies we have. Yeah, uh, how, to write, um, how right. to write an email like a boss. Right, exactly, where you don't want to necessarily put everything out there. What you really want to do is focus the attention on a few uh, specific few things. specific things, the stuff that you want to get across. Yeah. And this is particularly important, I think, in professional contexts, right? If you're going into an interview uh, or if you're interviewing someone, yep. uh, you really want to be uh, on top of this sort of the message that you want to get across, right? The right without too much the you theme know, that you want to focus on TMI, too much information, because then people will get lost in all those sort of you know details That's that right. might not really help support your, the theme that you're trying to sort of convey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And I also think with the balance there, you know. Um, you want also, do you want to give an opportunity for the other person, the other interlocutors to share their story as well, mm-hmm. right? Oh. We don't want to hog the conversation and just talk about what we do and our accomplishments and our dreams yes. and our, you know, so it's not only, a, you know, a privacy thing, so to speak, but it's giving them the opportunity to also share information that they want to share. Right, right. right. And I think that's, uh, that's an important part of what your story is. Yeah. And we mentioned this earlier, right? Getting a little information from them. What you can do is, again, you can start to talk about your story, but it doesn't have to be this um, soliloquy. Yeah, right? exactly. It, where you're just talking and talking. You can say a little bit, mm-hmm. sort of pause. gauge their response, pause, get yep. the response. You know, maybe they have some questions and so on and so forth. It definitely should be conversational. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And I think that uh, I think the outcome of that will be a more meaningful Conversation and enjoyable conversation. And more, yeah, exactly. Enjoyable. And then you can also find a way of continuing the conversation. And then next time you see them, you'll know sort of what to talk about yeah. or where to catch up, right? Yeah. Be it business, life, all the in-between. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if we were going to sort of like summarize uh, the aspects of, of what your story is. Well, first of all, watch the video because I, <laughs> I think it's a great video. I've um, linked it below, so it's there. Right. Good. Um, but I think part of it is what we start out saying is identifying your context, mm-hmm. right? Right. So where are you? What, what's the actual setting? And also you can use the Delheim speaking model to help you sort of remember mm, those points. Right. 
So and, scene and setting, scene right? It's very right, important. Right. And audience, is that part of the model? Absolutely, yeah. audience. And it's in our framework as well for answering this question on the spot. Because that way, your your response, you don't have to memorize the answer. You just remember the framework that you're going to use as a tool to help guide your answers either way. And that segues into part two, which is um, having a few themes, yes. right? So once you understand who you are and, or what, what the context is and who you're speaking to, yep. um, determining which of the few themes of your life, which of the threads, which of the uh, paths is going to be most appropriate, most interesting, right. and selecting it. Right. right. So it could be your professional work. It could be your hobby. It could yeah. be your vocation. Right. That reminds me. Your vocation, yes. Yeah. Um, right. Um, and then the, uh, the final aspect of it is, I think, making it uh, conversational, right? Making it um, a, a two-way. Back and forth. Back and forth so that it's a natural it's a natural dialogue mm -hmm. as opposed to you just, you know, rowling off. Exactly. Whatever it is. Monologue style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever it is you have to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, so. that should give you some sort of, you know, some some guidelines to help you with this question because it really is important. And, you know, you might not just be the one receiving this question, but maybe you're on the asking end and then totally. you'll be able to help yeah. guide their answer. You know, their answer as well. Yeah.